What's up, everyone? Alex here, AJNashville.com. Hope you've had a great week so far. Wanted to bring you a little bit of Friday value. I wanted to talk a little bit about the value, actually, that we bring to people. What I mean is this. In my industry, in the mortgage industry, you see a lot of people, and they talk about environment when they talk about value to people, right? They say things like, hey, I can get your client low rates. I can get your client this program and that program. Okay, so you can do the job that everybody else can do, but your job and your value to that person is based on what the environment provides to you. Because guess what? Interest rates go up and what happens? Your values tends to go away. Why? Because you don't know how to navigate through the program. And it got me thinking about other professionals in this world and what it is we do. Are you the cheapest? Do you get business because you're the cheapest? Or do you get business because you're the best? Do you get business because you bring a level of service to your community that is unmatched? I'll give you an example of exactly what I'm talking about. I know those of you that follow me on Facebook, you saw I just had some issues with the Audi. And everybody knows issues with the Audi, they're not going to be cheap. It ends up being from what I can see, what I've studied right on the internet. I'm an internet studier. Is a alternator or generator failure, which is pretty common. And so I called Audi and I scheduled an appointment. And they said, yeah, we, we can have you in on the 19th. The 19th, that is weeks away. What am I going to do in the meantime? And so I call my buddy, Brett. Brett owns German Motor Works. I present to him my problem. He provides a solution. The solution is get the vehicle to me. We will fix it. By the way, we found the part. It is on hand. We will get it shipped to us. I said, do I need to pay you in advance for shipping? He said, nope, you're good. Gotcha. We'll get it in. We'll get it repaired. I said, well, I got to get it towed there. I can't drive it. Even though it runs, the battery will run dead and drain the 48-volt system inside of it. He said, no problem. Tow it. He gave me the number to a tow truck driver. The tow truck driver then proceeded to tell me he's available whenever. I said, well, the tow truck driver said he can get the vehicle down there tomorrow, but you're not working on it next week. He said, whatever's convenient for you, just send it here. Because of the value, I never shopped tow trucks. I don't care. He's able to get me in, get the problem solved, get the vehicle there, right? And he's doing it at what I consider to be an affordable cost. He's bringing a flatbed. He is well-trusted. All these other elements. Brett. Tells me, get the vehicle there. We'll take care of it. Doesn't matter when, just get it there. You can get it there early. It can just sit. It's no big deal. And I don't bother to shop it. Why? Because it is relevant, reasonable. We have a relationship. We have a friendship. And so there's no need to question it. He didn't come out and say, oh, I'm much cheaper than everyone else. Get it to me. Because in a world of high ticket items, cheap doesn't always mean better. The cheapest doesn't mean you're going to get the best job, but the most expensive doesn't mean you're going to get the best thing. And so we ask ourselves, what type of value do we bring to the table when we present a solution to somebody else's problem? First and foremost, most people like to associate value on the things that they know, right? The things they know, like when you go buy a car, what's my payment going to be? You go buy a house, well, what's my rate going to be? We ask these questions. And they're all valid to whatever degree. It's relevant to the conversation of financing and doing things like that. But you also have to ask yourself, what other things are you capable of doing that are going to help me in the long run? 
I'm helping a former client and a friend navigate through a stressful situation with another lender right now because it is in their best interest to go with their existing servicer to do a refinance because the existing servicer wants to keep the paper. And so in turn, they're providing them a much lower than market rate. The value I bring to them is I still help them navigate through the process, even though our transaction has closed. The friendship did not. I have many, many friends that I've made throughout the years being in the industry that I'm in because I care more about the people than I do the paycheck. I have a buddy of mine the other day, Big Mike. Big Mike's a hell of a guy. Does a lot for the community. Army, Marine Corps veteran, right? We have lunch. We sit there and banter back and forth. We have a good time. I laugh harder than I laugh in most situations. Our humor is very similar. Okay, And for those that that know me know, a humor can be pretty dark. But that being said, had I never provided to him a higher level of service, I would have never helped create the friendship that we share many, many years later. What value do you bring? Are your systems better? Is your service better? Your products? Guess what? In my industry, I hear people say, oh, I'll close on time. Congratulations on doing your job. Closing on time is literally part of your job. Congrats. I can get your client a low rate. Huh. Everybody can. Congrats again on doing what's right by the client. Oh, I know my programs. Hmm. It's your job. It's what you're required to do. If you're a mechanic, you should know how to change oil. It's your fucking job. But what else do I experience when I do business with you? What type of systematic approach do you have that each and every client has the exact same experience every single time, all the time, to where you're predictable? Where I know where I show up somewhere, I can sit down and I know in 15 minutes I'm going to get an update. How about discount tire? Let's take a massive organization that's put systems into their process. I have a buddy of mine, DJ. By the way, if you're ever looking for tires, you're in the Franklin area, go to the Franklin store off 96, ask for DJ. He is the man. But you go in there, you schedule your appointment, you get these little updates, right? It's like Domino's Pizza when they throw the pizza in the oven, they say, hey, your car is in the parking lot. You're like, no shit, that's where I left it. And then it says, hey, your car is up for service right now. They're taking the tires off your car. Okay. Now you're preparing, right? Now you know the window of time it could take to have your tires rotated, replaced, balanced, whatever it is you're looking to do. But you're getting updates as it goes. It's a predictable portion of the process, and it's what provides a better solution for people that go to Discount Tire. The company's name is Discount Tire. And how many people have ever shopped them? I was thinking earlier today, I was, I was on the interstate. I hit this thing in the road, and I said, oh, shit, I hope it doesn't blow my tire out. And I got to thinking... When I bought these tires, I bought them from a place that doesn't rec- that doesn't provide the warranty. To where if I blow a tire out that's this new, they'll replace it or prorate the mileage that's on it to help it be replaced. I said, man, that was a stupid mistake. Why did I do that? Again, it's what makes them different than their competitors. Every company has that. 
Not every company advertises it, though. Not every company provides to their people the right experience in order to entice you to do business with them. If you say, hey, I'm a, I'm a business and I'm local, cool. What else do you do? I get that you're local, but what, what other services do you provide? So what I want you to do is I want you to hyper-focus on what it is that you really do when you do the things that you do. What do you really do? Couldn't I go out there and say, hey, I'm a, I run a mortgage company. Yeah. We close loans and stuff. Doesn't that sound sexy? We're loan closers. Or what if we say we provide the highest level of customer service by walking our clients through the process and explaining to them every step of the way of what's going on so they are informed when they come into the process and feel informed when they leave, and we create friendships and relationships as we work through it. Doesn't that sound great? Doesn't that explain what it is we do? What about why you do what it is you do? Do you know why you do what it is you do? If not, we need to become aware. Figure out your mission statement. What is your mission statement in life? What is your purpose? These are all things that we should ask ourselves, and we should continue to evolve. And by the way, add Things to it. Nothing saying that your mind state right now has to remain the same forever. Your mission statement today could be, I am here to provide air to people that breathe. That's pretty good. How are you going to do that? Well, I'm going to provide air to people that breathe by planting trees that create oxygen. And then you may evolve and trees turn into forest or whatever it may be. You don't have to limit yourself to whatever your mission or your mindset or your statement is right now. It can continue to evolve and grow. In fact, it should with you. Know your purpose of doing the things you do. That includes the distilled down purpose of why your eyes open up every morning. I open my eyes. We're in a tough market. The mortgage industry, the real estate industry, it's a tough market. You know what I tell myself? I'll be damned if I let somebody work harder than me or remove the comforts I have provided to my family through my hard work over the years. In fact, I will work harder. Doesn't mean I'll work longer. I still have an obligation to be at a softball and a baseball game and a softball and a baseball field a few times a week. In fact, I should buy... Baseball front property, right? Because I'm there so often. But I have an obligation to figure out how I'm going to do what I do at a higher level to provide people the level of service that they desire and make my footprint in the market today. Because if I don't, tomorrow will come and somebody else will try to make that footprint for me. And then they will provide for their family while I suffer. I don't open my eyes each and every day to half-ass the fucking day. And neither do you. You didn't win the race of life to be average, so stop. Figure out your purpose. Figure out where you want to go. Set your goals. Stop being average if that's what you've settled in. 
If you continue to strive on a day-to-day basis to increase what you do by 1% or improve yourself by 1%, 365 days, you're going to find yourself that much better. And there's so many different ways we can teach ourselves. There's so many different ways we can improve. In fact, I improve every single day. I try to learn something new every single day or expand upon something I think I already know. Because the second we think we know it, it's the second we know that we're wrong because we learn to do it in a different way. So this weekend, discover your reason, your purpose, your motivation, your drive, whatever it is that's pushing you to do what it is that you do on a day-to-day basis. Embrace it. Distill it down to the simplest form. Don't use the excuse, I go to work every day to make money. (laughs) No shit. Why? What does money do for you? What memories does money help you build? What does money help you support, provide? Get down, distill your reason, your purpose, your why. Thanks again for tuning in.